0: Welcome to a special Halloween episode of This Paranormal Life! (laughs) Welcome to This Paranormal Life on the spookiest day of the year. This is Halloween. You're listening to this, hopefully, boys and girls. Time to shine.
1: Come on out of the shadows, paranormal investigators. It's a safe place. (laughs) The children
0: beat them back into the shadows. (laughs) Oh, Oh! You're mean! But it is still This Paranormal Life, this is the weekly comedy podcast where every Tuesday we investigate a different paranormal tale, case, or claim and get to the bottom of whether it's truly paranormal or not. It just so happens that this week is the most paranormal week of the year. Except, I guess it's not really a normal Halloween, is it? It seems like the terror and fear that normally accompanies a given Halloween has spilled over into the whole year. Really, the whole year has been, in some ways, one giant Halloween.
1: Yeah, but but lacking a lot of the the pleasantries that come with Halloween, you know, the candy, uh, the costumes, a lot of people uh, cosplaying as as masked crusaders in their everyday lives. Yeah, it's been. Yeah, it's been a bad year for sure. Not spooky, (laughs) just bad.
0: Yeah, which isn't what I'm going for. That's a good way of putting it. Maybe that's what we need is to like inject this Halloween, even if we can't do the normal things is inject a little bit more of that, like, the fun silliness of the paranormal back into our lives. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, that is what we're going to do today, Rory. got oh. a pretty serious case on our hands. For this year's Halloween, I thought, what better time to investigate what should be one of the world's most famous paranormal tales, but actually isn't talked about that often. It's April 2nd, 1865, in Washington, D.C., and President Lincoln is working in the White House. Whoa. We're going straight to the top here. He's at his desk, writing an important letter, but he can't concentrate. His attention keeps being pulled away. What on earth is that sound? He strains his ears and hears some murmuring in the distance. He got up from his desk and walked around the room to see where it was coming from. There were people talking, that's for sure. He followed the sound into the green room. It wasn't coming from there, but it was louder, so he kept following the sound. It sounded like wailing. So as he approached the door to the East Room, the sound was getting louder and louder. He could hear sobbing, crying. He opened the door and couldn't believe what he was seeing. There were dozens of people standing around, crying and talking and wiping the tears from their eyes. And on the other side of the room, there was a group of soldiers guarding a coffin. He pulled a soldier by the door aside and demanded, What happened? who was dead in the White House. The soldier slowly turned to face him. The president. He was killed by an assassin. What? Lincoln gasped awake. It was the middle of the night. (sighs) He was drenched in a cold sweat. He felt confusion, fear, and relief all in equal measure. He hadn't died at all. But what a vivid dream. That's
1: terrifying.
0: His wife, Mary, woke at the sound of him startling.
1: What's the matter, dear?
0: Nothing. It's nothing, dear. Just a bad dream. And he lay back down again, staring up at the ceiling. He was clearly rattled by this dream, but when the morning came, he resolved not to tell anyone about it, lest it give the nightmare more power over him. He buried it in his mind and got on with his day. However, a week later... The dream hadn't left his thoughts. It was haunting him. He couldn't quite shake it. And a few days later, he just had to get it off his chest, even just to hear someone else say that it was nonsense. So he was at a dinner with his wife, Mary, and a couple of close friends. Then at a lull in the conversation, he opened up about his dream.
1: How are you bringing? How are you sliding this one into the conversation? You know,
0: they're talking about the weather, yeah, and maybe you know some important stuff about I don't know the Civil War or something.
1: Yeah, they're like, oh, it's it's a really tough uh, moment now. We have the um, the actual. Uh, uh, beso- <laughs> you uh, ever up- dream right? your own death, <laughs> Mr. President? Sir, I I, I didn't realize you're actually here. You mentioned wh- What? what?
0: I'm sorry. Did I interrupt on uh, on everyone's dinner? I, uh, no, sorry. no. I'm just... I'll just leave. I'll just leave. No, it's... I'll leave. I'll leave you to it. Don't worry about it. Seriously, though, you ever you ever dream your own death? I haven't. No, not personally. <laughs> I remember when I was as innocent as a young babe, and I hadn't dreamed my own death. Do you want to talk about it, or do you not want to talk? You about it? You got an it? extra plate around here. I'm pretty hungry, actually. In fact, yeah. I feel like I'm the president. I probably shouldn't have been invited to this dinner. Yeah, I'm sure we could. Get something together. Yeah. In fact, actually, if you're just not eating, you eating the chicken wings? Because actually, I could just I could just eat that. Did you hit your
1: head recently or something? You're, you're acting pretty strange for the president of the United States. Well, on
0: account of me being oh here God. in my boxers and briefs?
1: Yeah, and mentioning that you were killed in Can your dreams. Can a man just wake up in the middle of the night hungry and afraid, scared of death? Does this have anything to do with the executive order you signed, um, creating the dream police? Because that was a bit of a weird one to talk to talk about in the meeting, and none of us really
0: understood what you... Well, I just think it's pretty pressing on account of I don't, I can't control what's going on in people's heads, can I? But I should be able to as the president.
1: Uh, To to a certain degree. You have to understand, though. What if
0: they're thinking about breaking the law? What if they're thinking about committing crimes? You're saying that I can't, I shouldn't be able to stop that? Seriously, the chicken wings? Could I? Could I? Could I get a bite? The the meeting was was more about distributing Mary, wealth. Pass me, pass me the the the, 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 the Chipotle mayonnaise. D- d- that d- would don't, be great. <laughs> d- don't pass him anything, Mary. Uh, the meeting was more. I'm about sorry. I'm the president of this White House. He's not even anymore. He, <laughs> this is this is after his first uh, term. Dream police, get him. <laughs> We're all awake, sir. <laughs> so, at a lull in the conversation, he brought up his dream about perceiving, seemingly, his own assassination. He described to them as real as real life itself. He had seen his own coffin and his own family and friends mourning him in the East Room of the White House. Whilst they were surprised by the story, they assured him it it wasn't a premonition. People have nightmares all the time, not least stressed out presidents with the weight of the world on their shoulders. It seems natural to stress about these things.
1: Yeah, presidents probably have a ton of crazy dreams. Um, you know, they're they're bombarded with top secret information uh, day in, day out. It's a lot of information going
0: in. Can't possibly stay there.
1: Yeah, like I have bad dreams sometimes, and I'm a I'm a, a a cushy little city boy. Sure. You know, what's my stressful situation? Basically- my MacBook runs out of battery. And I'm oh, waking
0: up in the middle of the night, just like powering it on, make sure all my Premiere Pro projects have saved. Your iPhone is in a coffin and this, you turn to a soldier. What happened? Whose phone is that? Why, it's yours. Oh, I wake up sweating.
1: Remote control, turn on my Hue lights via Apple Watch to make sure everything's fine in my comfy London apartment.
0: <laughs> what a tough life I live. <laughs> Your Google Home Mini asks you, Rory, we detected an elevation in your blood pressure. Is everything okay? Nothing Google Home Mini. Please go back to standby mode.
1: Yeah, that's my version of it is I'm just going to bed one night and I just go, hey, Alexa, you ever dream about your own death?
0: I'm worried about you, Rory. Referring to local mental health services. No, No, Alexa, not again. It was just a joke. Never mind. They've blocked your number. Good, good, I suppose. Fine. A couple seconds later, I'm like,
1: Hey, Siri, do you ever dream about your own death?"
0: I heard that, Rory. Shut, <laughs> just stop listening, Alexa! This is between me and Siri! Oh, hey, Rory. Me and Alexa are actually pretty worried about your health. No, you too, Siri. You were my one friend
1: left. As you know, things are bad, is that all of your home AI <laughs>
0: gather together to give you an intervention. If Bixby hasn't got my back... I don't know who to turn to. I'm, you know, listen. I too, I'm a city boy. I'm all for the technological AI revolution. I don't mind if they take my uh, pin number and social security information. But I mean, today, me and Danielle, we woke up. We wanted to listen to some music first thing this morning. We were like, "Of course." Oh yeah, I f- always forget we have a Google Home. Hey Google. You know play songs by jack johnson or whatever and it basically proceeded to go sure playing songs by there was a problem try again soon okay that that's never mind that's, there was a problem try again soon i was really hoping you were going to be like it was
1: like you woke up and you're like oh yeah we have a google home we don't have to set it up ourselves hey google search porn hub for big booty bitches it's like vol- max
0: volume <laughs> searching Pornhub hub for big booty bitches it's like searching favorites <laughs> Under folder, porn, under folder, big booty bitches.
1: (laughs) Under folder, delete when I die. (laughs) Under folder, wipe when I die. Under folder, do not open, even if I die.
0: Like, that's you know that's not how folders work. (laughs) A folder isn't an AI. At the very least, you shouldn't have put them all on your desktop.
1: (laughs) If you wanted to hide them that bad. We won't have porn collections anymore. We're part of the generation that, uh... Won't, won't have it. Won't have that to leave to our grandkids. It's depressing state of this world. What do you mean? No hand-me-downs, you know?
0: Going back a thousand years, I mean, people just had to get excited looking at corn in a field. <laughs> that was really as scintillating as it
1: got. You're just walking down the street one day, passing a cornfield, and you see an ear that resembles a, a, a very large penis. You're like... I'm just going
0: to, I got to go take a. I gotta go take a piss over here in the, really? coo- the, the cornfield. It's the middle of harvest. We have a very short amount of time to, yeah, don't, don't to wait. get all this delicious giant corn harvested. The dude runs into the cornfield and you just hear, oh, and like crows <laughs> <laughs> leave
1: the field. You okay? <laughs> yeah. Everything's fine. Don't wait up. Come I'll out. I'll be out in a minute. <laughs> Come out smoking. What do you think is the, the sexiest non-sexual thing?
0: Um watermelons for sure maybe ice cream for some reason yeah milk features a lot milk yeah
1: milk is is one of those ones where it's like this is revealing something about me that that (laughs) should stay buried if you're like looking at milk and getting excited corn obviously
0: (laughs) over on (laughs) cornhub.com so lincoln's friends managed to convince him that this was relatively normal. He shouldn't worry about it. And feeling somewhat better that he was able to tell someone, he was able to forget about his dream that evening. Three days later, in the presidential box of the Ford Theater in Washington, D.C., John Wilkes Booth burst through the door and shot President Lincoln at point blank range, fulfilling Lincoln's own prophecy. You're like, what? What? The-?
1: <laughs> There's no way,
0: <laughs> Lincoln. Well, we have talked in a in a another
1: episode about that actually being the work of a time traveling assassin they... uh, who was sent back in time from the future to uh, assassinate. These theories
0: could all overlap. That's an interesting. Let's let's put a pin in that. Okay, I'm happy okay. to do that. The dream Lincoln had had only two weeks ago was now a reality, and the nation went into mourning. What do you think about
1: that? Is this true that he? publicly spoke about having a dream about being assassinated?
0: Yes. That's insane. So the story of Lincoln predicting his own death came from a pretty good source, Ward Hill Laman, Lincoln's old law partner, bodyguard, and friend. It's but, a good combo. <laughs> but he,
1: <laughs> Smart, strong, and loyal. I love it.
0: Link, his old law partner, bodyguard, and enemy. <laughs> but even so, some doubted that this really happened. Maybe people just don't see Lincoln as a mystic or being that way inclined. They see him as like a man of action, a man of logic and the law. But it turns out this was actually just one of many such dreams that Lincoln spoke and wrote about. So in 1863, about two years earlier, he wrote to his wife while she was in Philadelphia with the kids saying, put Tad's pistol away. I had an ugly dream about him last night. Whoa, he's big into dreams then. Not only that, but on the morning of his assassination, he told several of his cabinet members the same story. So this one is guaranteed, set in stone, true. You know, last night I dreamed I was sailing across a huge, unknown body of water at a great speed. And you know what? I've had that same dream the night before every important event of the war. Whoa. He believed in dreams. Which definitely lends uh, some credence to what his bodyguard friend was saying. It seems likely that this bodyguard didn't pick this story out of nowhere. It's pretty good that he kept most of this quiet publicly,
1: because <laughs> I think, as you said, you know, when we think about Lincoln, right. we think about a logical man, a responsible man, honest Abe, honest Abe, who you know led the nation to to be reunited as the United States of America. It would be so weird if during the Gettysburg Address, you know, he was like, what was it? Four score and seven years ago, we stand on this great land fighting for America's future. Reminds me of a strange dream I had last night. You were all there, burning in a pile of bodies. I was a clown. I had shoes made of snakes, and I was drinking tree bark.
0: People are trying to cut the cord on the microphone. trying to get him off the stage. No
1: one's questioning the fact that microphones don't exist and he somehow has one. They're just trying to smash it. What does it all mean? I don't know. If anyone can help, write me a letter. It's like, this was supposed to be <laughs> you kind of hyping us up for battle. I did, We didn't realize it was more of a
0: a, a kind of public forum where you yeah, were looking no, for help for you with your dreams. The battle's important too, but my dream also
1: rations
0: yeah you 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 promised us that
1: there were going to be rations here at the at the gettysburg that's actually why a lot of these guys came down i had a dream no we don't we don't we the
0: rations (laughs) we're around the corner really
1: close (laughs) okay but that doesn't really help us now because because we've been fighting this war for a very long time I i implore you all to dream of rations a lot of us don't get the chance because war is a Mm -hmm. 24 hour occupation you you understand we've we've got enemy soldiers uh, from the republic from the south Mm -hmm. coming this is kind of condescending noise that you're making while we're trying to talk about Mm -hmm. Billy here just lost his legs by the way last Mm -hmm. night the cannon just blasted Mm -hmm. to pieces oh did he he was told there was going to be crackers Billy did you dream Billy did you dream of losing your legs that's what I want to know (laughs) Billy's just like
0: completely out of it (laughs) on the floor (laughs) He, he looks like a dreamer. But seriously, to address the issue of the rations, we, we don't know where they are. We believe they aren't far away. You need to hold your heads up high and believe that we will get through this time. There's military rations leaking out the back of his tall hat. <laughs> Into his mouth. <laughs> mm. Delicious, delicious rations. What was that? Nothing. He's got the rations. <laughs> no, no. That's a dream you're having. So this story kind of opens up a whole can of worms. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to have a stress dream before a big event like a civil war, but is it even possible to predict the future through a dream? But Lincoln's paranormal story doesn't end with his death, not by a long shot, Rory. After he died, it had already been around three years since his son Willie sadly passed away. So when plans were made for Lincoln to be finally laid to rest in Springfield, Illinois, his son was going to join him on the final journey to be interred with him. The Secretary of War, Edwin Stanton, arranged a funeral train called the Lincoln Special. It would travel 1,654 miles across America along the exact same route Lincoln traveled when he became president from Washington yeah it's quite sweet from Washington to Baltimore Philadelphia to Harrisburg New York City to Albany to Buffalo Cleveland Columbus Indianapolis Chicago and finally Illinois on the 3rd of May 1865 with with his coffin on the train his coffin and his sons wow on the train so everyone can kind of give it a like a salute exactly a wave thousands sort of, of people lined the tracks All across those miles both day and night to pay their final respects to President Lincoln. That's sweet. But Rory, I'm not telling you this to lecture an American about American history. There's something very paranormal about this story. Every year since 1865 to this very day, at the end of April, the ghost train of the Lincoln Special travels the same route. Wow. The legend goes that if you visit these railroads in the middle of the night, your watch will stop running. The air over the tracks will become cold and sharp, yet just next to it remains warm and still. The clouds cover over the moon, leaving the railroad barely lit, when the ghost train flies through as fast as it did in 1865. That's crazy. Some say that you can hear sad funereal music coming from the train, Others say you might hear a ghostly train whistle as it approaches. Others claim to see it coming because of steam coming out of the top. Some even see skeleton guards on board okay. wearing blue uniforms. <laughs> so apparently to this day... Uh, some... Not even ghosts? <laughs> skeleton soldiers? Yeah. This is crazy. It's kind of terrifying. <laughs> and apparently to this day, some communities uh, in the cities I mentioned... Hold stakeouts at the end of April to try and catch a glimpse of the ghost train. Wow. That's, I mean, it's kind of a hard thing to miss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, just set up a webcam. Yeah. Live stream the bish. It's not like, you know, maybe you catch a glimpse of a ghost walking down your stairs or around the corner or something. Joe, Joe, it's, jo- it's, it's like um... a. <laughs> megaton train like pounding its way
0: through the american countryside playing some sort of funeral procession on horns yeah thousands of skeleton soldiers aboard saluting firing their old-timey pistols off into the night sky you know they're doing a skeleton laugh of course yeah
1: absolutely raging it's probably the similar sort of vibes that you would get in uh, Disneyland's Pirates of the Caribbean ride, <laughs> they're like swigging rum, all hanging singing, out. Songs. Yeah, singing shanties. Yeah, Honest Abe is at the top.
0: He's breakdancing <laughs> on the roof of the <laughs> f- train car. <laughs> have we had ghost vehicles like this before? We have done stories
1: of um, ghost cars. I believe yes. we did a ghost car on That's a highway. Right. We had uh, ghosts on a plane. Not quite a ghost plane itself. Yeah. But um, this is definitely the biggest... We've done haunted boats as well, but not really ever has the actual vessel itself been haunted.
0: Yeah. So this is cool. This is really cool. I feel like there's definitely something about these old vehicles. They're allowed. Yeah. You know, like you can... Like a ghost train, that's actually a phrase you've heard before in movies and media and books. Yeah. Whereas, you know, ghost electric scooter yeah ghost uber ghost tesla doesn't not fit. a sexy not a very sexy uh combination of words right there maybe not enough people have died in those things yet probably enough people have died on segways <laughs> yeah there should be some ghost segways skeleton guards riding segways through london city center that would be great
1: <laughs> maybe when elon musk dies there'll be like a haunted tesla that will drive around
0: who knows it's so true i plan on dying on a skateboard uh at a ripe old age and haunting skate parks around the country. That would be pretty badass. Pretty rad. You'd officially be a bro ghost. <laughs> boo, <laughs> boo, dude. Boo,
1: dude. <laughs> like <"F-> boo. <laughs> I want to know what happens if you jump in front of this ghost train. Whoa. Like if you tried to if it was going past, you managed to match the speed on like a horse and you jumped across, land on the
0: train and you're you're going with I it. I did wonder this. Can you board the ghost train like is this like an a easter egg of the paranormal realm that this thing if it's doing the same route presumably it stops yeah it's got to fuel up at those old locations souls if you go to the old school columbus ohio train station can you get on board
1: you know that the second you manage to hop on board the train you're like i did it i got on board the ghost train you look down skeleton hands yeah. you're like ah shit shit well what did i expect actually <laughs> There's like another guy beside you. Jump on the train? Yeah, me too. Four years ago, I've been here ever since. It's a pretty good crowd. It's a pretty good crowd. (laughs) There you go. Hand you like a little skeleton grog. You're fine.
0: (laughs) Okay, fast forward the better part of a hundred years, Rory. And Queen Wilhelmina of the Netherlands is sleeping in a bedroom at the White House on a royal visit. When a little like Lincoln himself did all those years ago, she startled awake. What was that noise? She heard some footsteps and commotion outside her room. Was something wrong? In the darkness, she stepped carefully towards the door where the sound of footsteps finally stopped. So she stopped too. Then, she jumped back a little, but thought, whoever is there, it, this must be important. If they're, if they're waking Queen Wilhelmina in the middle of the night in the White House... It must be important. That's how she talked. I've got it on good authority. She unlocked the door to her bedroom and swung it open. There stood Abraham Lincoln in a (laughs) coat and top hat. Staring at her, she immediately fainted. Of course. It turns out that it isn't just Lincoln's train that haunts the railroads of America, but Lincoln himself has been seen many, many times throughout history in the White House and beyond. Wow. President Truman and his family regularly experienced poltergeist activity in Lincoln's bedroom. Theodore Roosevelt's secretary actually ran screaming from this bedroom once, claiming she had seen Lincoln sitting on the bed putting on his boots. Roosevelt himself actually claimed to have seen the ghost of Lincoln elsewhere in the White House. Also, his valet once also ran screaming from the White House after claiming to have seen Lincoln. Wow. (laughs) So either there's a very good Lincoln impersonator somewhere hiding in the White House in the (laughs) vents like Die Hard or the ghost is there. I didn't realize the White House was such a home for paranormal entities. Apparently it is. I guess a lot of stuff has gone down there. Hundreds of years of yeah. important people coming through and some people dying. President Lyndon Johnson claims to have met the ghost of Lincoln in the White House during a particularly dark night of his presidency. He allegedly just started talking to Lincoln pretty casually. And he said, Lincoln, how did you handle such an unpopular war, the Civil War? Because at the time, Johnson was handling the Vietnam War. Right. He said Lincoln just replied, Don't go to the theater. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's a pretty good little quip, ghost quip. Yeah. He's got a little sense of humor in the afterlife. Finally, one night, Winston Churchill himself was walking around his bedroom in the White House, naked after taking a bath, smoking a cigar and drinking scotch. He was alarmed when he walked into the bedroom and saw Lincoln leaning on the fireplace. Also naked, Ch- Churchill... Scotch in hand. A Ch- Ch- man of good, great taste, I see, Churchill. Churchill tapped his cigar ash out and said, Good evening, Mr. President. <laughs> f*** oh. You seem to have me at a disadvantage. <laughs> and he says, Lincoln simply gave a little chuckle and faded away. That never happened. Until he disappeared completely.
1: That never happened. No one is... No one's saying that when
0: they see a ghost. <laughs> no one sees a ghost and taps out their cigar ash. I know. Naked. I mean, he was drunk all the time, so. Yeah.
1: That wouldn't make me handle <laughs> the situation any better, though. Didn't even have to be a past president. I would reach for my uh, revolver. Yeah. If I was Churchill at that point. If I got out of the shower and the ghost of a <laughs> just milkman was standing there just being like, hey, Rory, I'm not going, Mr. Milkman. <laughs> 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 it got near that milk. <laughs> i am throwing fists at this yeah, bad yeah, boy yeah, yeah, yeah and you know they're gonna go straight through him and into the walls yeah you're going into that
0: fireplace yeah <laughs> burning alive
1: yeah i would not no
0: one would handle this situation this calmly but still interesting that even if it is bullshit even if his reaction to the ghost is bullshit why the fuck would winston churchill lie about seeing lincoln in such an embarrassing position yeah Naked.
1: Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's like being like, oh, George Washington appeared to me while I was taking a dump in the White House toilet. What do you do? Do you stand up? Do you race to attention or do you remain seated and be like, Benjamin Franklin
0: himself caught me J and O. (laughs) And interestingly, uh, apparently he hasn't much been seen in recent years. One of the last major official sightings was in the early 1980s when a White House operations foreman saw him sitting in a chair at the top of some stairs but otherwise to our to my knowledge obama hasn't reported seeing him trump hasn't reported seeing him all the kind of latest presidents haven't come clean on that one yeah maybe but maybe it's just not in vogue you know back in the day people believed a bit more readily in the paranormal maybe you would just get laughed out of office if you said that stuff maybe wrong. he stopped coming back
1: it's not fun anymore <laughs> The White House is such a sad place. He's like, it's not even worth
0: going back to haunt people. He's like, they've got a lot. They on. just talk about drone attacks. Yeah. And like fake news. It's kind of boring. It's really bad. I'm going to go back to the ghost
1: train. That, that's at least <laughs> fast. <laughs> Look, Part it, it seems dancing. like it seems like the only way we're going to get to the bottom of this case, folks, is if we get the chance to investigate the White House. Maybe we can be the first paranormal investigators in history to investigate the
0: White House. Interesting. And there's two ways that's gonna happen. One the first joint presidency. I mean, I don't have the citizenship, but I really feel like this podcast could pull some strings. If in we Washington. get if we get married, you could get a green card. Interesting. And then we, could, we could do that. First
1: gay paranormal investigator, president. <laughs> We're taking a lot of boxes there. <laughs> I really think that's gonna resonate with a lot of with people.
0: A lot of different communities. Uh would you like to be president or first man? uh it seems like a lot of pressure i feel like i could take over first man duties. Mm. little bit of you know what do you do bit of charity work here and there write a book after the first term tell kids not to eat so much garbage <laughs> and then you're pretty much golden i feel like that's kind of it yeah it feels like the feels like the other job you age quite quickly
1: yeah i'm at maybe i'll actually go first man and then maybe you can do the the president thing
0: i mean you know i'm not american i don't listen i'm not familiar with the worldly ways yeah but you, of you all know, different you, states and i think it's
1: more you're you got a, like a good vocabulary you're very like well spoken mm-hmm. i think uh I i'll let you i'll, I'll let takes, you have that though, one i'll let to, you have that one really
0: what do yeah. what you plan on doing as first man as first man
1: i'm gonna bring in uh, a lot of changes first one casual fridays Wear whatever you want to the White House. In the White House? Just in the White House, not worldwide. Okay. That seems like a
0: lot of work. So I'm probably and if it works gonna, in the White House, we'll roll out to the state of California. Sure. We'll maybe do that. And that's going to be probably like the first year... See those kind of executive oh, decisions, I think would have to be made by actually the executive office. You know what I mean? Like right. by the, the el presidente. Right. I feel so that's like more your territory. So moment. I actually,
1: yeah, you should probably do that. Then I probably nah, won't even nah, do that.
0: You know me. Uh, I'll listen, just keep the place. I don't have I'll the mindset the for those meetings and you no, know, no, all no you're pressure. like you're actually
1: you're pretty smart. I think you're, you're smarter than also than my I golf am. game
0: is whack. You know I can't play with all those those secret service guys. I think they probably. Leaders. I think
1: you'd be fine. I think you'd be totally fine. So I think you probably, if you do the president thing and you like make you all know, the hard decisions and all that kind I freeze of stuff,
0: up in front of the camera. And then he I don't doesn't mean, could, doesn't, I, doesn't know, really can, matter that much.
1: Then we can like split the money because I think he gets like a lot of money, the president. But if we go splits, you know, he does it would be actually. Cool.
0: You know what? Maybe I could do this executive office deal because actually he makes quite a bit of cash. So uh, you know, I'll obviously kick you an alliance but sure. I'll be really how much is it actually the president thing you don't need to worry about it as first man you know you just I'll just set up a bank account for you and stuff and I'll, well, just, actually, I'll but, just give you an alliance every month maybe sure, you know, but if, it's a, if it's just a, a couple grand it'll keep you know you'll have plenty of money don't maybe, worry I, about maybe it. Don't I will worry do the president it. thing actually maybe nah, I will but it's actually, not that much I, I money it's actually it it's good. really more public service so I don't think don't worry about the money I mean it's,
1: I don't have like I wasn't I wasn't married necessarily to the casual Fridays thing
0: yeah and you know no. That's great fact, movement. School I, think, kids. I think the White House would appreciate that. I think those staffers
1: no, no, no. Maybe could do the
0: Casual Friday. You know, that could be your your impact on the world. I think I might do the you pro- know, and president you'll, you'll, powers. You'll do fine actually on a couple of thousand dollars cool. a month. You'll have all the stuff you need. Think all the food, accommodation, all paid for. Yeah, You've see, got you got know, pocket money. You know what I mean? But me, I'll be making the real investments, I guess, kind of business deals, setting those future speaking opportunities for large banks up in the future. I mean, I could be, I could be making some good money in four years' time. So I'm first man then? I think so. F-
1: what do I get paid? Is it a lot?
0: As first man? As first man. Nothing.
1: What? Well, it's not a job. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. I actually... I'm going to...
0: New executive order from yeah. the first man himself. I don't know. That's how it works. <laughs> new tax <laughs> on the 50, 51 states. <laughs>
1: I don't know. First what the, man needs I, cash. I don't know what the one percent is, but I feel like I want to be in it, and I don't feel like I am. <laughs> and I should come first, really, as the man, the first man.
0: You're telling people what to do. Of course, you're the one percent.
1: <laughs> first day in office, I'm like, Mr. President, Kit. Should we go to the theater tonight? <laughs> <laughs> like it's in the corner, butt naked, scotch in hand. It's a trap. Don't do it. I know a guy, a theater buff, who would just love to meet you. He has a private booth and all. (laughs) It wasn't that good a pun, and I heard you cock your rifle when you said it, so... (laughs) And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff
0: off our chest. Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest, and now... The tale of uh, the paranormal presidency of Abraham Lincoln. What a case. What a case. I found out a lot today. A lot about, well, not a lot about
1: President Lincoln or American <laughs> history or anything really. But I did not know that so many people claim to have seen Lincoln's ghost in the White House.
0: You know, we talk sometimes about the pedigree of our witnesses. We mm-hmm. love it when a policeman, a fireman, a teacher, a lawyer... Someone who is respected in their local community or society claiming the paranormal. A podcaster, perhaps. The highest of all, Mm -hmm. certainly. It doesn't get much better than several former presidents, their aides, their secretaries, their wives. That's pretty much as authoritative as the paranormal claims get. It's true. They really have nothing further to gain. They're the president of America. If anything, they have a lot to lose. Every time they say the word ghost publicly, (laughs) their net worth decreases by about 10%. Yeah, it's a dicey, dicey. The less you say, the better, I think. If Obama had said the word ghost once during his first four years, he wouldn't have got the next four years. Yeah, very true. So that's kind of cool. But of course, at the end of every episode of This Paranormal Life, we do have to come to a conclusion as to whether our story is truly paranormal or not. So I feel like we've got to rein this in a little bit. Um, There's a lot to get through. We have not only the premonition by
1: Lincoln himself, but um, the sightings of Lincoln in the the White House and a ghost train, a full on ghost train.
0: Yeah, I think we can break this down into a few problems. And I think I do have problems with some elements of this story the ghost train is so fascinating and so delightful. I would love to see that thing. I would love to see evidence of that thing. Sadly, I did not see any evidence of that thing. And I looked. <laughs> so I'm not convinced on the ghost train, Rory. Yeah, But I think our best chance of a yes here today is did President Lincoln paranormally predict his own death?
1: Ooh, that's a great question. Framed in a a way that facilitates a yes as well. That's what I'm saying. Because if he did, on record, have a dream that he died two weeks before his assassination. Creepy stuff. Creepy stuff. We saw something similar in the episode we did recently about James Dean and his car, Mm. where um, the actor who played Obi-Wan Kenobi (laughs) basically told him point blank that he would be dead in seven days almost inflicting the curse which did eventually come true unfortunately we're seeing a very similar thing here yeah we haven't done a lot of research on this podcast on dreams yeah I kind of like there's more room there for sure to, yeah, to
0: investigate what
1: they are what are dreams good question we have to ask i don't know ourselves. because i don't have any have you ever tried to do um lucid dreaming before never it's pretty cool i did, i tried to do it once cuz there's a bunch of like tips yeah. and tricks on like ways to um kind of get better at it Uh, I think one of the ways I might be wrong here, but one of the ways is like drawing a symbol or like a letter on your hand Mm. in real life. And then, uh, when you're sleeping, if you check your hand and see that there's the letter on your hand, or there isn't the letter on your hand, something about that, like helps your brain identify that you're consciously like awake in a dream. Yeah, man. Which is really cool. It's the
0: dunk in inception it's the spinning top in inception it's yeah like yeah if the spinning top never stops it's like I'm in a am dream
1: and then you can do whatever you want it's like
0: gta with all the cheats on you can fly you're flying cars you got a rocket launcher you're stealing cars killing people and then like slow pan back to your house the spinning topper stopped <laughs> you just didn't wait long enough it's, yeah, you can, it's the real world you,
1: you gotta be very careful you don't jump the gun on the whole dream thing you know if you like if you pinch yourself and you don't jump up in bed you don't go straight to dual wielding katanas go, i am god <laughs> no yeah that don't, do not do that pinch yourself a couple more times yeah you gotta be sure get a second opinion because you don't want to like at be at the end of the day where you got a five-star wanted level and they're breaking down the doors and you're like, all right, when do I wake up?
0: And <laughs> you're, you're on the dock. The <laughs> gavel comes down. Life in prison. Five lifetimes in prison. Rory! And you're sitting there like the Joker laughing to yourself. <laughs> you fools. You think this is real life, do you? I'm taking a cat nap on my lunch break at work. You <laughs> losers you slap yourself nothing happens (laughs) they're putting like the 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 noose around your neck
1: (laughs) everyone's there watching this monster die and you're like it doesn't matter because the symbol on my hand isn't here it's like it's
0: obviously there it's just been smudged (laughs) like grotesquely (laughs) the people in the crowd they're just like we need to delete that wiki article not a lucid dream. It's created a lot of psychos. So, Roy, what are you saying on the topic of did Lincoln predict paranormally his own assassination? Yay or nay? I think um, it's an interesting case
1: this week. Uh, woo, I'm actually more on the fence about this one than I thought I was going to be. He, if if he did indeed uh, have this dream before he was assassinated then yeah technically he did predict his own death the only problem is figuring out how that happened and whether or not it was something paranormal or kind of like a freak accident Mm -hmm. you know because i i've had i've I've had weird dreams before very few of them have come (laughs) through uh but then if it did happen like i had a dream i was like oh man i had a dream i was like eating this amazing chicken burger all the toppings lettuce garlic mayo So good there's some good fries as well mm-hmm. and then you know the next day i ordered that actually doesn't work because then that's just me ordering one on delivery so i didn't really predict it i dreamt i was hungry and i, I ordered a you chicken burger on it. Yeah. yeah that's not that's not quite the same thing uh it's like if i ordered a cheeseburger <laughs> okay. and then the next day i was like i woke Because that's up impossible I'm like, <laughs> to wait no i can't order that uh i don't know i'm i'm kind of on the fence here so I'm going to listen to what your conclusion is. I'm
0: it's crazy. a yes, my friend. Double yes,
1: guys. <laughs> if you think this is a double no, you need to wake up. You need to wake up from your little sheltered life. The pre- past president
0: of the United States of America dreamt about his own assassination. He was a dream weaver as well, my friends. A dream master. He was. He literally was surfing dreams in the days up to his own death he was yeah. telling people about it he's like yeah i'm always sailing across this vast ocean the night before a battle and then you think it's any coincidence that two weeks before his assassination he tells his bodyguard he dreamt of being assassinated that's crazy There's he's like you gotta learn how to come into dreams man <laughs> um, they're killing me in there i need a guy my <laughs> wife didn't do shit last night uh you know, I think it's easy to say this could just happen. You could have that nightmare. Who the f*** ever dreams they're being assassinated? I don't ever think I've dreamed I've died before. Yeah, let alone been murdered. Let alone been assassinated on the job. And then the chance that that happens two weeks later? That's I think, crazy. Personally, from researching this story, I think this guy, he was tapped into the world of dreams. I don't know how that works. I don't know if it's some kind of mental dimensional time travel in his sleep but he was able to tap in to a little nugget of information from the future and that my friends to me is paranormal i've never dreamt
1: i've been killed before but as someone who knows what it feels like to have their brain think it's been killed is a pretty it's a pretty scary feeling and by that i am referring to i don't think i've told the story in the podcast before okay. but i basically uh at work was playing games on a vr headset and this is a true story i don't know why you're laughing <laughs> uh i was playing a game where you play as a mafia member yeah uh and there's a moment in the game where you are tied to a chair yeah getting interrogated and at one point uh the kind of mafia gangster who's interrogating you grabs a knife and if you don't do the quick time action fast enough he runs at you and slams the knife into your stomach and i was so immersed in the vr at the time that i can't even explain pissed yourself (laughs) crying the whole thing please no (laughs) please no uh my brain thought i had been stabbed and my my body went like weirdly cold I'm not even, I'm not even making this up. It was the weirdest feeling in the world. Like watching this
0: big, like muscle bound bald man. Like, cause it's set it's, in like it's like Cockney gangsters in London. Yeah, it's real.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, he's like running around. He's like, "You're gonna get one, you little bitch!" <laughs> and he ran in and jabbed <laughs> me with his. And as soon as the knife goes in, I was like, <gasps> "Like, <laughs> my brain thought I was going to die." And it lasted for like a second. Yeah, and then it was you, obviously it's VR, so it doesn't matter. But uh, I can imagine that's exactly what Abraham Lincoln felt in that dream he he jumped (gasps) awake just like i did when i took off my vr helmet um it's a powerful feeling powerful feeling yeah so i'm thinking if that's coming to you in the form of a dream and it probably wasn't coming to them in the form of a virtual reality headset
0: that's paranormal you heard it here first folks there's a first double yes in some time so listen we gotta celebrate it we gotta let's get the music going on
1: halloween
0: as well oh shit I love it. You came through. You didn't disappoint. Let's pop the f- bubbly guys. Get the trick or treat and sweets out because the kids aren't able to come around. Let's eat it all ourselves. They'll die. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this one. I hope you enjoyed the tale of Lincoln's paranormal presidency this week in this paranormal life. We hope you're having an amazing Halloween out there, enjoying the spooky season and all it has to offer. Stay safe. Enjoy yourselves. Spend time with your loved ones and investigate the paranormal. God damn it.
1: Yeah. And if you are having a, a lucid dream, as we said, maybe b- before you do anything too drastic, just give it a, give it a couple minutes. <laughs> give yourself a couple slaps and a cold glass of water to the face. Just, just double check before you do something you can't take back. And then, sure, go loco. <laughs> yeah, go absolutely buck wild. Three years ago, I started a podcast in a dream and it turns out it wasn't a dream. It was reality and a nightmare. <laughs> Three years later, here we are.
0: <laughs> in the real world, I'm a stockbroker. I have a comfortable, <laughs> quiet life. We ain't got anything to plug this week. We just hope you all enjoy your Halloween. Let's round out with some shoutouts. Thank you so much to Mike J. Poole.
1: Mike J., I'm going to need access to your pool. Because just like in Inception, I need to fall backwards into a tub of water to awaken from this dream, my friend.
0: Thank you to Paul Anderson.
1: Paul never falls. He's like a cat. He always lands on his feet. You can push him. You can shove him. You can throw him off a cliff and he'll always land.
0: He's like one of those little clown toys that just wobble, but never perfect center of gravity. Exactly. It's pretty, it's pretty impressive. And I push him pretty hard. Thank you to Jimmy Diesel Dickinson.
1: Jimmy Diesel sounds like the name of a kind of like a New Yorker car mechanic. He's like, hey, my name's Jimmy Diesel. Bring your car in, 20 minutes, bing, bang, good as new. He's got, it's just a hammer. He doesn't have any real tools. And by car, I mean gun. (laughs) And by gun, I mean drugs. (laughs) Talking to a cop. (laughs) Thank
0: you to Stock Loan.
1: Come on down to Stock Loan, Stocks
0: and Loans. Whatever you need. Stocks, loans, we got you covered. Interesting. Um... Great. Could I, I actually need a small loan to uh, finance a car from Jimmy Diesels. Um Can I course. get a small loan of uh, maybe around 2,000 pounds? Will you, will you be paying with stocks or well, loans? Hopefully, I won't be paying with anything because I actually need the money up front, you know? Right. We only accept payments in stocks and loans. Well, actually, if you need... Some kind of insurance sure I, I actually do have stock in um, a number of lucrative would you take uh uh what do you what do you have? Could trade in uh amazon stocks you have amazon stocks i have uh, listen i don't want to really get into it but uh jimmy diesel hooked me up but he actually trades in pretty high high value stocks he was an early investor in ovens how old is he Old enough to remember cooking with a f- toaster, all right? Thank you to Angela Marrero. Angela Marrero, I dare you to spin this spinning top and go loco when you realize that you're in a dream.
1: Once again, please wait until...
0: Ah, it's all good. Talk.
1: Well, no, no, it's, it's Look, very... it's
0: spinning, can't you see? It's wobbling. It's wobbling, ah, Angela. Come on, Angela. You, time, time is ticking. You gotta go. <laughs> if it's a dream, why is time Steal ticking? Steal me a TV! Angela... Thank you to Seamus Lahane. Seamus tried to blame us for
1: a lack of eggs in the paranormal commune just because on Halloween night, sure, we took all of the commune's supply to go egg houses that didn't give us candy.
0: And we had promised them that those eggs for breakfast the following day. Exactly. But, sure, no eggs, but look at all the candy we got. Three Snickers bars and some Maltesers. Loose Maltesers. <laughs> Not bagged thank you to Gooty Glaze Gooty Glaze is such a Gooty two-shoes they've known they've been dreaming for the last five years but they just still keep turning up to their nine to five every morning oh wow playing it safe this can't bear to just you know go a little loco not even a little bit loco on a Friday night <laughs> fair play no no staying in getting the groceries thank you to Harry Dawson Harry Dawson
1: has a hairy claw son whoa just one though he's completely normal but one big hairy claw so is that I mean it's paranormal but is it is he a cryptid or is he just a guy with a claw
0: that's disturbing
1: yeah I mean there's one part of him we should kill but the rest is kind (laughs) of fine I guess
0: you're saying he should have no hand instead of the claw (laughs) maybe I don't know trim the nails at least thank you to Dan Percival Dan Percival is the
1: worst of all. We went to to go egg his house Halloween night. The little bastard just caught every single egg perfectly. And cooked him up in front of us. And on top of that, we didn't get any candy.
0: And he had the gall to redistribute the eggs amongst the nation. Listen, those were our eggs to destroy, Dan. Thank you to Marcus Goss. Marcus Goss is at a loss.
1: Literally. He went to a casino... Took out two hundred grand, went to the roulette table. Two hundred? You could get that from an ATM. He went to the roulette table and said, "Put it all on purple." And they were like, "Sir, that's not a color on the board." And he rolled the table himself, which activates the uh, the spin.
0: He, he walked up to the roulette wheel and threw down one of those black credit cards that has no limit. Yeah, and he said, F- "It all I'm worth on blurple." <laughs> And they were like, Jesus, man, we added a purple since you were last year, but Blurple, you're killing me with this. Thank you to Barnaby Rowe. You reap what you sow, Barnaby Rowe. And Barnaby reaps corn. Sexy, sexy corn. Jesus, that is pure smut, Barnaby. Thank you to Ben Crutchley. Ben Crutchley lives Dutchly. He cycles a bike. He smokes legal weed. Mmm, That's pretty good life all you need is weed and speed it's a pretty good life in brackets
1: bike fast bike thank you to Cameron Moyle Cameron Moyle is hammer and soil it's an (laughs) anger release uh, that kind of like de-stresses him he just gets a big old hammer and pounds soil pounds coal into diamonds
0: that's how strong he is stress relief thing yeah wow thank you to Rodrigo Rodrigo where did we go? Last thing I remember, we are all taking a cat nap around the commune headquarters, and now we're tumbling through infinity uh, <laughs> after committing a GTA-style crime spree. Um, I'm starting to think we might be dreaming. Hope oh, fingers crossed. Thank you to Anna. Anna is a pretty good planner. She starts off her day pretty
1: scheduled. Uh, 9 to uh, 5.30 is uh,
0: not giving a f- about <laughs> Jack. <laughs> She does whatever she wants. I mean, it's mostly it's quite planned, though, isn't it? If you if she clocks off at five thirty from not giving a f-
1: oh yeah, and then you know What's it's that like for that? Uh, I think like five thirty to it's depending if it's a weekend or weekday. Obviously, sure. she'll go to bed at different times, of course. but pretty much like five thirty to the end of days is yeah. not giving a shit oh. about anything.
0: But then bedtime,
1: bedtime is very strict. Bedtime yeah. is like eleven, like lights off at eleven thirty. okay she that th- th- there's no twist there she really is Lights adamant off because about she's
0: black eyed drunk <laughs> thank you to jack o'dell
1: oh hell it's jack o'dell that's what they say when he walks into a party that's rude because this is the the son of a bitch who always thinks he's dreaming he's laughing like the joker he's got a butterfly knife he's like nothing really matters
0: why did you come to the party? If nothing really matters, why didn't you stay home? Or go fly to the moon You're if you think you're dreaming. Don't come to the nothing party. Nothing really matters.
1: <laughs> like, also not what the Joker sounds like.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Ah-hoo-hoo. Ah-hoo-hoo. It's like have you seen the Batman movies? <laughs> he doesn't do any of this. Thank you to Demi Squires. Demi Squires is semi-retired. Though not fully retired, still working a little working bit. Working like a dog. Oh, that's not semi-retired. From 9 to 5.30, she's mostly not given a shit. But then
1: 5.30 to the end of the night, is she She she's actually working. clocks
0: on as a, as a nurse in a local hospital, yeah. Oh, okay. works, quite, works pretty hard. Semi-retired, as I said. I don't think that's retired, technically. I think that's still employed. Well, you know, spends a lot of her time not caring, giving a shit. Thank <laughs> Hopefully you-
1: not at the hospital. <laughs>
0: I'm mentally retired, but physically I still have to
1: go to work. That's great, semi-retired because mentally I don't care. Because yeah. mentally I quit. That's the kind of like. That's the kind of like slogan you see on like a, <laughs> like a a bumper sticker or like a call, like yeah. in a university dorm. Semi semi retired because mentally I quit. Thank you to Callum. Callum is insistent that you call him. Don't text. Don't tweet him. Don't slide into his DMs. You got to call him. Why is that? I don't know. He just likes the, he likes the human connection, I guess. Well, it's not weird. It's, it's like s- a sweet thing. Yeah, it's a sweet thing. Like hearing someone else's To voice. be so uptight about it is not sweet. He's thing.
0: very aggressive about it. Yeah, for sure. I told
1: you to call. <laughs> I told you to call.
0: Mom. <laughs> Thank you to Charlotte Perry. Charlotte Perry, inventor of Perry Perry Chicken. Wow, big move! The Perry Empire. That's incredible, as it were. She can't stand the stuff, though. She made it on accident. She was trying to make uh, porridge one morning, and uh, accidentally made a a chili chicken sensation. Incredible! What a, what a beautiful mistake! Thank
1: you to Lewis. Lewis knows everybody. You just bring someone up to him, and you say, "Lewis, who this?" And he'll tell he'll tell. And he'll tell you who they are.
0: Interesting.
1: That's it. That's all he does. He doesn't have many other
0: abilities. That's a cool skill though. Yeah.
1: You go to be like, who is, who, who is Lewis?
0: Who is? And he'll tell you. <laughs> I don't tell you. And sometimes you, you point to yourself and you go, who is Lewis? And he says, you is.
1: <laughs> and you're like, I meant more like, who, who am I as a person, Lewis? Like, I feel lost emotionally. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't really know why I'm here on this earth anymore. And he's he's way out of his depth because he doesn't know any about he's this. He's like, I don't speak English. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just know people's names. <laughs> thank you to everyone we've shouted out this Halloween. And thank you to everyone who supports This Paranormal Life and listens to us and comes back every week and makes the show what it is we couldn't do without you. Um, listen, Halloween's like our f- christmas yeah it's it's a time to celebrate so thank you so much for coming along for the ride and we hope you have an amazing time we'll be back next tuesday with a brand new paranormal tale see you then (laughs) creepy